Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest. The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is so that you don't feel alone and that you feel supported. I am here for you. Sending hugs. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as possible. I always say I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, but regardless, I am so glad that we found each other. I am so glad that you are here, that you are listening, and that you are a part of this SYKM community because let's face it, it is so hard when you love someone with an addiction or have lost someone to addiction. And now when I say lost someone to addiction, that could be an actual physical death of that person, but it also could just be that they are no longer in themselves. They are like empty vessels of humans that they used to be. And that's what I also mean by losing them to addiction. And so We are here for you. This is a community that is meant to support you, to uplift you, to just help you regain your strength and find the courage to focus on you um, so that you can live a life of happiness and joy. And that is my wish for you, my friends. And I'm just so thrilled that you are here. Okay. So today I have to say, oh my gosh, when I was 
with my addicted loved one, I have to say I was exhausted. It came to a point where I just like, I can't do this anymore. I mean, the staying up late at night, the worrying, the rumination, the care that I was trying to provide for this person, trying to save them, trying to rescue, trying to help, uh, just trying to figure what the heck is going on. It was exhausting. Like I can't even express to you, you probably know if you're listening to this, the exhaustion that comes from loving someone with an addiction or loving someone who's struggling with addiction. It's exhausting, is depleting. It is wholeheartedly consuming. And so I thought I would do an episode today on navigating exhaustion because we, when we explore topics related to addiction or even recovery, there's very little discussion. And sometimes it's even overlooked that this concept of exhaustion that comes with when you love someone with an addiction, very, you know, we talk about codependency, we talk about enabling, we talk about some of those more stigmatized or shamed um, characteristics. And, but very little is talked about when it comes to exhaustion. And that is one thing that I really felt like I needed support with. I was exhausted. And I bet, you know, if you're dealing with this, I bet you have moments of exhaustion as well. So we are going to discuss a topic of that is often overlooked because we need to support ourselves. So exhaustion is a very common experience and it's important to acknowledge and address it. And in order to move forward from it, in order to support ourselves, we need to really look at this in order to promote our resilience and our well-being. We need to look at what exhaustion is and why we can't ignore it. Okay, so exhaustion is basically a state of feeling completely physically, you can be even emotionally or even mentally depleted. And it is basically a result of like prolonged stress, chronic worry, um, caregiving responsibilities, or even trauma. I know I went through all of those and I'm sure you're listening thinking, okay, yes, yes, and yes. So loved ones who are struggling with addiction, right? When we love someone who is struggling with addiction, it is so common to experience exhaustion because of all the demands put on us or even the demands we put on ourselves or even the worry, worry demands or even the concern that we have. That is chronic. It is prolonged. It is completely stressful. We're worried about our loved ones. So it makes complete sense that we are exhausted. So ignoring exhaustion can have very serious consequences because it can lead us to burnout. It can lead us to poor physical health, poor mental health, mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, and fear. And these are all normal experiences, especially when we are chronically exhausted. So exhaustion can also impair our ability to care for ourselves, our ability to care for those around us. And exhaustion can actually undermine our happiness and undermine our own well-being. And so we want to make sure that we're managing exhaustion. We want to, you know, take a pause and just ask yourself, are you exhausted? Are you feeling, oh my gosh, I, or at times you're feeling exhausted and you're just like, I just can't do this anymore. Or you're feeling, oh my gosh, like I am so drained. I'm so exhausted of this. So managing exhaustion requires 
basically multiple ways, multiple ways that we can address this, like for both physical exhaustion, for like, let's talk about the energy of worry and stress, let alone like that takes up energy. That's why we're so tired. It's like we just ran a marathon with the amount of stress that you have put on you when you love someone with an addiction. So some things that you might want to do is obviously prioritize self-care activities like exercise, meditation, and time with friends or things that help you recharge your batteries, things that promote resilience, things that promote feeling good. So I know what I did is I made a whole list of all those things that helped me to recharge my batteries. Now, self-care means different things to different people. So by prioritizing your self-care is like thinking about, okay, how can I get my, my resilience back? How can I get my energy back? So the opposite of feeling exhausted is feeling energized. So we want to find those things that energize you. So for me, I know when I work out, when I go to yoga, when I take a brisk walk out in nature with fresh air, uh, when I meditate, when I check back in with myself, even going out with friends or calling a friend on the phone is so energizing for me. So the idea here is to make a list of those things that can help recharge you, almost like taking your your plug and plugging it back into the wall and recharging yourself. So you you can promote your own resilience. So that's a major, major way that we can best manage exhaustion. Another thing is by establishing all those, and I know the buzzword boundaries, right? Establishing what it is that you want to say yes to. What do you value in your life? What are some things that you need to establish boundaries around? So, you know, even around caregiving responsibilities, right? So I no longer will, you know, do X for this or making sure that you're help your helping is helpful helping and that it is going to support yes others but not at the detriment of you so setting boundaries to protect yourself is like I need to do this for me because this is important and this is going to safeguard my mental health and my well-being. So I always say setting boundaries is more about what do you want? Like, what is it that you want for yourself? What are you saying yes to in order to promote your own well-being, to help prevent you from burning out, to help prevent you, to promote your sense of health and balance? And that always works. That seems to work just flipping it. The other thing that you might want to do to help with exhaustion is look for support, reach out to, you know, some trusted friends, maybe some family members, and even, you know, our community, the SYKM community, Saving You is Killing Me. Uh, We have a support group in Facebook. You can reach out to me anytime, Um, private message. We have an Instagram feed as well. And just seeking support of people who maybe really do understand what you're going through. Listening to this podcast, binge listening to this podcast will help you as well. And just so that you don't feel alone, seeking support can help energize you. It can help lift you up, not to mention providing support and emotional support for others that are going through similar things that you're going through. So there are so many specific, like wonderful ways that we can promote our our and energize ourselves and really we want to first listen to our exhaustion so we want to meet our exhaustion with self compassion and that's just about recognizing that you know, you are struggling and that you are exhausted. The first step is admitting, holy cow, like I am exhausted. And the one of the major um, 
you know, in my book, we talk all about self-compassion, the importance of it, and that it is such a practice of self-care, you know, is just so important for our well-being. And so the first step is we want to acknowledge our exhaustion. So recognize that exhaustion is absolutely real and it's a valid experience and it makes a hundred percent sense that you are feeling exhausted. And sometimes it's it's difficult to admit that. Sometimes it's difficult to admit like that you're, you know, you want to wave your white flag. And I just want to say like, I see you, I've been there. And it's, sometimes it's hard to just acknowledge your exhaustion and that you're, you know, that you're struggling, that you feel broken, that you, and so the first step is really being honest and recognizing that it's real, it's valid, and that it's human. It makes sense. And that, you know, and that in and of itself is really important. Instead of pushing through it and ignoring it and pretending that it's not there, we want to acknowledge it as a legitimate challenge that you are facing. It's a legitimate challenge. And then practice self-kindness around this, right? Treat yourself with kindness and care. Like just as a friend would come to you and say, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. What would you say to that friend? How would you support them? So the next part of this is really practice self-kindness, treating yourself with kindness and care, just like you would a friend or a loved one who is struggling in the same way, right? Offer your words of encouragement to yourself, comfort yourself. How do you comfort yourself? How are you going to encourage yourself, right? And I know sometimes I'll like write in my journal and then I'll pretend that I'm talking. I'll write my challenge and then I'll write back to myself like I'm telling my best friend, like what I would say to someone I really care about and love. And then I'll read it to myself, like I'm writing it to myself. And it's so powerful. And that encouragement, the words of encouragement really support me and comfort me and make me feel safe and supported. So practicing that self-kindness. And then another thing that you can do is validate your experience, right? Validate your own feelings and experiences, acknowledging that it's okay to feel exhausted, it's 100% okay to feel exhausted. And it's a natural response to huge amounts of stress and to huge amounts of pressure. So I'm here to tell you, if you need me to validate your experience and you, you need me to validate your feelings and experience of exhaustion, I'm here to tell you, oh my gosh, yes, exhaustion is a natural response when you are dealing with the ups and downs of addiction. It is a natural response and it is normal and okay to feel exhausted. I am validating your experience here. If you, if you're not, if you're like, oh my God, why am I so exhausted? Like questioning it or like wanting to get out of that exhaustion. One of the major things we can do is, you know what? It's, it's okay. It's okay that you feel this way. It makes sense that you're feeling this way. And then another thing we can do is practice mindfulness. Now, I know mindfulness is like a buzzword and everything, but it can help you to stay present and become aware of your thoughts and become aware more of your feelings without judging them. So just practicing that mindfulness is recognizing like that is that first step of acknowledging, okay, I'm feeling exhausted and holy cow, like it's affecting me in this way. And without any judgment, just be an observer. And this mindfulness can help you to recognize when you're experiencing exhaustion. 
And then this mindfulness can be your tool to help you respond to it with compassion, to help you respond to it in a loving way. So practicing mindfulness is not like mm, meditating and going off in another world. What we I mean by mindfulness here and in the positive psychology world is by just being present and being aware of your thoughts and your feelings without judging them, without adding that layer of judgment or criticism. And this can help you recognize, you know, when, when, and if you are feeling exhaustion and then how to effectively respond and how to nurture yourself with self-compassion. So the other thing with exhaustion is obviously it's a huge method of communication. So exhaustion is telling you, take a break. You need a break. You need self-care. You need time to rest. You need time to relax. You need time to engage in activities that are going to bring you some joy, to bring you some positive emotions that are going to bring you rejuvenation. So that is so important, taking breaks and practicing care for yourself. So that could include things like I was mentioning, like yoga, meditation, going for a walk, maybe taking a bath, maybe reading a really good book. There's so many ways that you can just take a break, take step away. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I need like a weekend holiday, like to get away from this. And so many times I would book trips just like, and then COVID happened, but I would book trips and get away and and just try and take those little breaks to help me with exhaustion. It's like, holy cow, you know what? I'm just not going to work today. Like declaring that. And even like the reason I came up with this topic actually is because last week, I was so exhausted. I didn't even do a podcast for you. I feel so bad. So I'm recording it now. And I just took a day where I did not work, where I just treated myself to some good old taking a break, some good self-care and just doing some kind of changing up my routine, making a new like novelty, going to a different nail place. I had my polish change on my toes and just taking some deep breaths. I went out into nature. I sat on the side of my hill. And it's amazing how that day was so essential and important for me to help me get energized again. And and so exhaustion is a message. It's telling you something, right? That you need to take breaks and practice care for yourself. And, and whatever that means for you, make a whole list, like really. And then anytime you're feeling exhausted or depleted, you can go to that list that energizes you. And it's, it's actually fun because that list starts to get longer and longer because you think of more and more things that are energizing. So another thing that you can do, obviously, is seek out support, like reach out to friends, reach out to, you know, community members here in the SYKM community, join our group if you haven't already. Family members can be so helpful, even coaches, life coaches, mental health professionals, they're really going to help you with managing exhaustion as well. And, And if that is something like connecting with others, connection, human connection, so you don't feel alone, so you can feel less alone and you can feel more supported while you are going through the struggles and it can help you feel um, more energized. And so that's so important. So meeting exhaustion with self-compassion can really shift our perspective from like, you know, self-criticism and judgment and wanting to move out of exhaustion as fast as possible to a place that's really about caring for yourself, that's kind, that recognizes the humanness in your exhaustion, and that also enhances self-awareness so you can use this as like, okay, yes, 
I can now take appropriate action. I can support myself through this, which all contributes to your resilience and can help us manage exhaustion more effectively and can basically build our resilience in the face of challenge. And oh my gosh, so I hope that this is helpful. Like the other thing we didn't really talk about is some of the positive psychology interventions that can really help us. And one of my favorite ones is called three good things exercise. And now this is not pretending bad things don't happen, but when it comes to reflecting on three positive things that happen each day and identifying the factors that contribute to those positive experiences it can literally shift you into a feeling of gratitude and appreciation. It can move you into more positive emotions and that this intervention alone can help help you to focus on your strengths. It can help you focus on positive experience and what's good rather than focusing on our challenges and our difficulties, not pretending they're not there, but just by savoring those positive experiences and savoring your strengths they can really help cultivate more positive emotions, which build resilience, especially in the space of challenge and can help us feel stronger, especially when we are in, you know, challenging situations of loving someone with an addiction, right? So it can help build resilience. So that's one of the uh, positive psychology hacks I would help that can help make you feel more energized too. And so you know, if you're struggling with exhaustion, it's so, 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 so important to prioritize your own well-being and to focus back on you, turn the power, the spotlight back on you. And I want to introduce you to the Me First Challenge. Now, if you haven't joined our Facebook group or you haven't gone onto our website, this is basically a free challenge. It's designed to help you prioritize your needs, prioritize your well-being, and it's going to help you better manage exhaustion as well. It's going to help you with other challenges in your life. It is, the, it's called the Me First Challenge. It's exactly what it is. It is basically, you go to the website to join the Me First Challenge and just go to savingyouiskillingme.com and sign up there and you'll receive a whole calendar of inspirations. Now you can do it like inspiration. There's 30 inspirations. You can do it for a whole month, or you can just do it at your own pace, or you can just pick one that's inspiring. And then I also have a whole me first challenge ebook that describes each of the exercises or each of the inspirations. And it's so fun because it's backed by science. Of course, you know me, I love science, positive psychology and the, you know, the science of human flourishing. And so all the exercises are known to support our well-being, to safeguard our mental health, and also to build our resilience. So I would love to have you in this Me First Challenge. It's absolutely free. And you just go to the website, you sign up, you'll get that whole printable, the calendar, as well as the ebook to support you. And it's all about taking the first steps to prioritizing your well-being and safeguarding your mental health. And it's so fun. It's such a powerful way to build your resilience and self-compassion and also to develop the skills and habits that can help us to manage things like exhaustion, to manage challenges in our life. And so I invite you to join us and we are doing it for the whole entire month of May. But if you're listening to this podcast and it's like not May anymore, <laughs> 
Um, I always have the me first challenge in there. And so you can do it at your own pace. You can always add your pictures and share into the group. We have the hashtag me first. So we love to see everyone's inspiration and just, you know, cheer each other on and support that idea of prioritizing your, your well-being. So if you're ready to take the first step towards regaining your power and taking care of yourself, I really do encourage you to join the Me First Challenge. It's completely free and you can join at any point and together we can support each other and build community and um, support each other on our self-care well-being journey. So that's it for this episode. I hope you got a lot. I just clapped. Oh my gosh, I always clap. It's so funny. I, I get so excited when it comes to stuff like this. So exhaustion is real. It's a state of physical, emotional, and mental depletion. And it is there because we sometimes push beyond our limits. We sometimes have so much stress, especially when we love someone with an addiction. And so it is so essential for us to take back our power and, and see exhaustion from a place of self-compassion and, and really caring for ourselves. We need that. It's a message for us. So that's it, my friends. I hope you got a lot out of today and I am sending you huge hugs and love through the line and through the air and uh, I will see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.